The party returns to the Dreamer of Worlds Enclave after their battle with a robed figure in some plane of darkness. There they had seen their friend Lena fall in combat and rush to her pod in which her real-life form, Bulga, lies. They find that she is shrouded in a black smoke, seemingly still alive, as the orichalcum that powers their ability to travel through time seems to be keeping her protected. There is some debate whether to try and force the pod open or not, but seeing as she seems to still be alive, the party decides to not touch her. Going forward, they know that they will need to be more careful, as they do not know whether death in the past always has this result, or if it's a side effect of fighting this robed figure that assaulted them. With that decision made, the party goes to the dwellers of the DOW Enclave to report what happened, and to keep a distraught Fenris from doing anything foolish in an effort to save Bulga. After discussing of future targets, Muazin is deemed one of the lesser risks for their mission, as tangling with the likes of demons, giant mechanisms, and possibly dragons seems far outside the scope of what the group has thus far been able to deal with. A quick scry assures the group, however, that giants are hardly a pleasant option, as a colossal giant moves across a desert city that seems like a child's playset in comparison to it. Knowing the goal is to keep this figure from rising, however, the party returns to their pods and initiates their jump back in time. Leon and Tanigal return to their previous forms, mostly, while Hugh Mann returns as Mikhail, this time with a towering physique, heavy armor, and a sword that could be comfortably wielded by the giants themselves. Tota forgoes his druidic ways and embraces the local culture by arriving as a giant-hating dwarf, able to jump into the midst of the fight and cause chaos. However, unlike the other two of his party, Jasper jumps back to Moaza not as someone larger and stronger, but rather a frailer form, adept with sorceress magics and daggers, and shadow. Poor form for what happens immediately next, as the party seems to appear in the midst of a battle between giants and dwarves, and the sorcerer on the receiving end of a club. Quickly, however, the party realizes that they are in the midst of a friendly skirmish, in an area of the city of Vindroth, where the two races live side by side in a largely peaceful manner, so it seems. Being brought to the city's leader, Thornum, due to their strange arrival, the party spends some time gaining their bearings. The city seems peaceful, though there is a tension, as only the worship of Torag is allowed in the city. Those who worship other gods aren't necessarily persecuted, so long as they do not worship others within the city's limits. A strange practice of sacrificing those who break this rule is discovered by the party, and the means of sacrifice is very apparent. A great pit at the base of the Tower of Torag. Unusual for Torag worshippers, to be sure. Settled into a tavern for the night, the party, in a rare moment of clarity and caution, checked the rooms for magics and found an old D.O.W. record coin left behind, which they listened to, and discovered they weren't the only D.O.W. troop to have come here. Taking an interest in falling after them to see what became of this group, the party settled in for the night, and each received a visit from this robed figure who extended an offer of aid in the future to all the party. Jasper and Tangle each accepted, and in return received a mark from the figure. Though, unsettling as it was, the party knew they had a path forward that they must take, regardless of visits the night prior. Without further delay, they set off to the caverns to find clues about the D.O.W. party, and to investigate giants who may be worshipping, or as they believe, plotting, far outside the city. Arriving at the cavern, the party discovered the caves were quite dangerous, and also home to crystals whose property made them quite valuable to the dwarves in the cities nearby. But signs of the D.O.W. were not immediately clear. Discovery of two giants guarding a smaller hole similar, at least in the party's eyes, to the one at the base of the Tower of Torag, however drew their interest. 
A brief conversation with the Giants and a rock tossed into the hole to gauge its depth led to a eventful encounter with a four-armed monster, only to have it race out and chase them from the caves. With the pit at the Tower of Torag fresh on their minds, the party raced back to the city to speak with the mayor, and suspecting more nefarious things, used magic to discover that the mayor is being scried on, which the party quickly dispels. Prying more information out of the mayor, informing him what they found in the cave, the group determines that they have an ally of sorts in Thornham, and discover information about a giant village far from the city that they decide to head towards next. In but a few days travel, the group arrive, surviving an encounter with giants, watching the approach to the village. After smoothing the incident over, the party makes their way to the village and meet a giant named Mukai. The giants are welcoming enough, a little more so than the party expected, and there is certainly a tension to the encounter, with the party catching enough glimpses of things to see the giants seem to be preparing weapons, enough that the party fears these are the beginnings of the giant rebellion calamity they have come to stop. Staying the night for a ceremonial ritual to the giant's god, they watch as the giants make blood sacrifices and summon none other than the robed figure. Despite some anxiety that the giants will be turned on them, the robed figure still seems interested in turning the party to their side, or at least keeping the party from meddling, and do not seek to impede their investigation currently. However, once the robed figure is gone, and morning comes, the party races back to the city knowing at least a faction of giants are prepared for war, and the robed figure is pulling the strings. The last riddle to be solved that is blatantly staring at them seems to be the pit. And so, knowing the dangers that could lurk below, the party return to the city and scale into the darks of the pit beside the Tower of Torag, only to be met with the four-armed creature that once chased them from the smaller pit in the cave. This time, however, it escorts them to a naga, hiding away in the caves below, who seems irked at the road figure for playing god on its turf, informing the party that the object they are after was once very near them. Mukai has it in his village, and it is what will awaken and control the colossal giant that they saw on their scrying. And so, returning once more to Mukai's village, the party appears to be coming as friends to the village and settle in for the night to watch another ceremony to the road figure. Though Jasper plays sick and stays in the tent the party has constructed, despite the giants watching them very carefully, and he slips off to steal the orb. An alarm, however, is tripped right after the orb is collected, and the party enters a very tense standoff with Mukai, who begins hunting for the source of the disturbance, with Mikhail and Tanigal helping hunt for Jasper, who they claim has gone rogue, despite Mukai not entirely believing them. Leon and Tota stay a little further back, keeping the rest of the giants who are on edge from escalating the situation beyond what it is, as the whole party teeters on imminent death by an enemy they know is too powerful for them to take in a head-on fight, let alone when scattered as they are. Knowing the options are limited, Jasper leaps from the cliff edge the village is on and seems to fall to his death. A lucky grapple hook makes it only seem that way, however, and he soon repels down the mountain. When the party regroups at the bottom of the cliff, Tangle takes the orb to look over and discovers that there is far more to the relic than just activating an ancient and powerful giant. It has a sentience of its own, or at least appears to. With the relic in hand, and the fear of giants searching for them, party gathers close and bamfs back to the present, all alive after a near disaster.